When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. California knows how to race, Chase. Happy New Year. We got two big old shows coming up. I know. This is very exciting. So if you live in California, you have multiple chances to see us. Mm -hmm. L.A., January 11th, Mm -hmm. and San Fran, January 22nd. And you don't even know the tomfoolery that we have planned, the gimmicks. The gags. <laughs> yes. The I love I love relying on a gimmick. No, it, it, Sight gags. You got to have a gimmick if yeah, you want to get ahead. That's true. So if you want to come and get some head with us, you can go to racechasertickets.com. Mm-hmm. And join us at this live show. It'll be the live experience with your race chasing gals. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Dog. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Race Chaser, a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. My name's Alaska. What is yours? I'm Willem, and this is All Stars 4. Yeah, man. Yeah, snatch the love. Snatch the game of love. AS4 already. It seems just like yesterday that I was getting crowned the Queen of Snakes, and now here we are. I saw that new video, BT Dubs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cash drop. Was that the one that was supposed to be Thanksgiving? It was supposed to be Black Friday, and okay. then, like, because of the holiday, like, the song wouldn't be out. So I was like, it has to be a consumeristic day. Mm-hmm. So what more consumeristic day than Christmas? Totally truth. Yeah. I thought it was a great video. It had our sister J. Jolie in it. Mm-hmm. It had Calpurnia Adams. Mm-hmm. It was um, it was frivolity and fun-filled. Yeah. It was a lot of really amazing people working on the set. Like the vibes were were really fun, and I, I hadn't done a music video like that in a while, and just mm-hmm. been like styled and judged by like so many people. Mm-hmm. And it was, was it like, a Brad Hammer production? Yes, girl, he's got the team. He's got Kiki Extravaganza. Yeah, he's I'll, got a little girl ju- with scissors. Uh-huh. The jewelry was was all pulled from Raja because we did it all very last minute. Like everyone only had a couple days' notice, mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah. And everyone just came together and like did it. And it was it was really it was a nice experience. That's lovely. Yeah. Farah had a nice experience on uh, All Stars. I think she told everyone to shine bright, All Stars, Aww. on her lipstick message from last week. That's after sweet. she got the the house down boot. She did. She got sent to the house. 
Oh, you don't love me. The thing about this episode, which is sort of like making it an anomaly, is yeah. the fact that it was... Drip drop. It, yeah, it was leaked yep. on the WoW Presents Plus app. Is that where it came out? Oh, that's then they can call it a leak. But what actually happened is that was released. So how does that... I why? Think, I, do, I think that they knew people would be talking. It's a great conversation point. And they're getting out in front of the storyline, and they want plenty of time. Now they have two weeks. Getting out in front of what storyline? Oh, this 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 villain storyline that they definitely have established with Miss Gun. They okay. have two weeks now to establish a storyline in the press, in the hearts, and the minds of their watchers. And this is the storyline of the season. They are ruining Gia. That is the docket. They this, and they're bringing her back probably because everybody always comes back for All Stars. You know, they do that whole thing. Right. Every season, the girls have come back. So it's not like I'm leaking. I'm leaking. You're, something's leaking out of you. <laughs> not with this pure for men's getting me together. That cushion is ruined. <laughs> that- I know you just came from a session, so. <laughs> um, Did you see they're, not, they're not ruined. I don't think Gia Gun is ruined. They're, they're going for any, it. No. Any way, metaphysically, uh, theoretically. I don't think at all. They can't tame that dragon. No, and I think that she is someone who can run with this narrative, and she already is. Yeah, like, she's re. She's. I like that she is um, uh, re-steering uh, what people can think about her because any opportunity on a mic, she will go right into her platform and yes. talk about it. And she's had some choice words for Rue, which has made crowds cheer, from what I've heard so far. But she is making um, her points known about the issues that she had with what Rue and production have said about the trans issue. And she is not holding her tongue anymore, which I love. I love a, a girl unleashed. You do? I love a girl unleashed. <laughs> you do? Unstrap it, girl. Unstrap that tongue. Do you get Let us see what I can do. Yeah. So so you think it was intentionally put on Wild Presents Plus. I, I think somebody pressed the wrong button and these things happen with tech and like, I don't know. You th- well, that person's probably fired for sure. I How don't... long was it on the app and just like sitting there? Because I feel like it was oh, several days. Over 48 hours because I watched it twice. Um. On the app? No, I just downloaded it. Someone sent me the link. You watched it on I don't know what kind of drive, but okay. So my girlfriend sent me a clip and then my other girlfriend sent me a link and then I sent it to all my girlfriends. Yeah. And then I said, make sure you share this. <laughs> Because when a leak like that happens, I mean, especially within this fan base, it doesn't stay contained. <laughs> it no. goes everywhere. But this, what this immediately. Is, is ripped from the app and then put on Google Drive where no one can control it. Thank God. Thank God for you people. It reminds that me to... of like Napster days, you know. Bitch, I, I've ruined a computer with LimeWire. <laughs> Same. Ooh, my dick was raw and my hard drive was ruined. Are we sure it was on Wow Presents Plus? Because I don't even see. I don't have access. I'm not a member. Is that where it came from? Maybe we can get a ruling from the from the fans. The file that this says in the file it says Wow Presents Plus. Because they don't even have like a section. Like the only thing they have. You don't read them. (laughs) Maybe it was international. The only thing. Like, they don't even have, I can't even, under RuPaul's Drag Race, it just brings up Untucked. So, 
it must have been international. I don't know. Maybe someone can like DM us or like let us know what what the tea is with all that. I think it's rare that a mistake of this magnitude happens. So Such magnitude. it's 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 <laughs> it's huge. It's a whole episode. It makes one it makes one wonder if it was intentional and if it was. And now people have something to watch over Christmas too. They knew that they're like, ooh, people are gonna be home, touching their loved ones, wanting to hate somebody. Let's give them Gia. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. Let's. let's get into this episode. I really liked it. Yeah, I uh, think um, I think the right person went home last week. Farah, I love, and I got a lot of crap online about going in on her. People like uh, my Gigi asked me yesterday. She's like, someone said sent me a link that said, "Ooh, Willem went in on Farah," and I was like, "Gigi's you? like time code because she doesn't have time to listen to the whole thing, but she wanted to hear it." Give me the time code. Give me the time now. code. She so listened to it and she's like. You didn't really go in. I mean, everything you said was true. I was like, yeah, it didn't look like she was enjoying herself up there. And, you know, she there were obvious mistakes and um, things she would have done different. I'm not going in on her. Stop trying to make drama. There's all these headlines in other languages that I can't read. And I see my name and Farrah's name and I know what they're talking about. I know what you're talking about. I see you. Oh, well, I mean, the truth is I love Farrah very much and I've worked with her in real life. And Me too. Yeah. So sweetheart fun and like hilarious, yeah. And you know when you're thrown into this, this especially all stars fish tank, mm-hmm. it becomes you know everybody's a shark, and it becomes like when there's blood in the water, somebody has to go. What kind and of? So, um, sorry, go ahead. What? What kind of? What? I was trying to think of an an alternate talent if you were if you were to suggest one to Pheromone for next year's All Stars, maybe a redemption. I was thinking she could either, she makes this, you know how Carmen sometimes make a, makes a concoction of glitter and tanning oil yes. and body rub? Farrah makes this gorgeous concoction and she mm. rubs it on her body. I would have loved to see her make like the concoction of everything she puts on to highlight and tan her body. Like as a, you know, like some right. kind of that or chain smoking. <laughs> I think she should do burlesque again, and uh, now with quotes, wagon wheel with All right. Speak it. Wait, can we go back? Because that Gus Kenworthy just did a reveal as as his. Hello, these are the guest judges this week. Mm-hmm. The guest judges are stepping their puss up so fiercely this season. They really are. It's very smart. The guest judges are in drag. The looks are getting, like, really outrageous. Gus Kenworthy did a a rose petal reveal. Well, it's not rose. It's, like, lilies. And Kenyon looks like he stepped out of the formation tour. Hardcore. Yes, completely. She is in a full look. A Mother Africa bib. Yeah. With a hat. Yeah. So we get into the next day, okay? Mm-hmm. Valentina's turning looks yet again. Love it. I'm Always. not mad. She's uh, cleaning the, the mirror message, and she says, I know I'm Mexican, but I don't even know how to clean. Right. Um, and there wasn't a, a blanket refusal to clean, but she wasn't doing well at it, so I don't think she's, I don't think she's the new me. She's not the new me, but... Um, hmm. she, I can't be cleaning on TV. Yeah. I can't be seen. I wouldn't. With Windex. Yeah. Off-brand Windex. So this is this is very uh, 
This is very exciting because when this week happens, everyone knows it's coming and everyone is really ready for it. And it is the Snatch Game. But this time it's with a twist and it's the Snatch Game of Love. I have... Uh, what what do you think about this new format? I didn't love the Snatch Game of Love format because I thought the two top people were in one team, and since each team had one winner, those people were the tops of the week in the in quotes. I think right. I think Naomi could have been one of those tops, and mm-hmm. um, with Trinity, I, I think Naomi and Trinity should have been the tops for the week. Who was the other top? Uh, it was Manila. Oh, Manila was great too. Yeah, but. If, but I thought overall Naomi was really s- strong. And yes. I thought that it was a disservice that she wasn't in the top. And part of the snatch game is like the actual game of it doesn't matter. And she even says at the end, well, the winner is who, who cares? cares? Yeah. So this one has like clear cut winners, whether they are like chosen by the producers and then they're told the, 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 the guest judges are told to who to pick. Mm-hmm. Or whether it really comes down to the Wait, opinion. Does that happen? I, girl, I don't know. <laughs> but like, I don't know. Like they putting it in the hands of the guest judges is like you can't trust that. That's no. That's like trusting that a fan sometimes. Yeah. Right. Like it should be. It should be the winner should be chosen from the top. You know. Well, I do think each um, each contestant that did poorly was given one last question at the end. I think that I remember Gia was the last question for her team. Like they were really trying to like, hey, and while you're down there digging that grave, go one more foot. You know, it was very oh, that. Yeah. It was. Oh. They that was a rough performance. Yeah. I mean, we all we've all kiki with Gia. We've all hung out with her. She is definitely humorous and she's funny. Is she a comedian? No. Right. And there's a certain music to this type of comedy. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like um, set up and punchline and sort of like vaudeville. Yeah. yeah. And Cat skills for sure. Exactly. And not everyone hears that, that music. And mm-hmm. it's really it's really evident with some of these girls. Yeah. You can tell that Trinity has a handle on the rhythm of it. Like, well, bah, 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 bah. and that's why almost the her characterization of Caitlyn Jenner was kind of perfect for this. Yeah. Because it is that sort of like, yuck, yuck, yeah, yuck, 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 which is what the, you know, the match game and what the, the uh, what is this pyramid. called? The Bachelorette or the Bachelor? Um, uh, game, the dating um, game? Dating game, yeah. Yeah. Newlywed game, that too. Yeah. Um, I do think that, Finding a rhythm with comedy is easy if you, um, a tip that I had was if you can't find a joke in a sitcom script, always just pretend it's borscht belt and then you can find it there and just tone it down. Right. The way you say something, uh-huh. you can make anything into a exactly, joke. Exactly. Yeah. Um, do you think that G- the Gia and Trinity standoff was um, ever going to result in two Caitlins? Tale of two Caitlins? <laughs> This is when the queens are producing themselves. Oh, and you could see. They have a little meeting in the van. Look, they've even staged themselves. I mean, we've got Latrice and Trinity and Manila over here. She's got the wig on the side that she picks up. I mean. Staged. This is the queens having a meeting in the the van beforehand and saying, all right, so we're going to like have a scene. Are you ready? This is a non-union production of RuPaul's Drag Race. Gia has ha, never had any intention of doing Caitlyn Jenner, I don't think. <laughs> and based on 
uh, intel that we received from her. <laughs> but hey, it was a it was a riveting scene. Um, Monet had no intention of doing Whitney either, according to that wig, but she still did it. <laughs> this wig that they show her picking out like it was going to be Whitney. That isn't even your love is my love, Whitney. Whitney has never worn that Whitney wig. would never. That's disrespectful she, Maybe she had a different character because she has glasses That's on that. Oprah. Is it? Oh, Oprah uh, glasses, big Oprah hair. I don't know. Don't you think? I don't watch Oprah. Why would she not do Oprah and why would she do Whitney in favor? Now we're, I mean, now we're just spinning theories. I would like to get Monet on the phone and find out. Do we have her phone number? Do I have her phone number? she a PG girl? I'll text her. Hack into the system. And I'll text this. Hacking into the matrix. We're going to take a quick break and uh, try to contact our sister. Yeah. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep No Mess Meals. Ooh, I'm thinking something al fresco. Mm. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Uh, have you tried the Factors? I've loved the Factors. Oh, it's girl. been the it factor for me, actually, for That's a while good. because there's so many different choices. Like, you have 35 different things to choose from every week, and they're all different, and they it's like... I love the I love the variety because with 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore in your mouth. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in 2 minutes, no shopping, prepping, cooking or cleaning up. Head to factormeals.com/drag50 and use code drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Ooh, that's savings you can taste. That's drag code drag50 at factormeals.com/drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time. All in one place, all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days, and it's important for your business to stand out. And that's why Squarespace is so important. We use it for Drag Queen of the Year, and it was really easy to use. Your Drag Queen of the Year site is beautiful. And I know. Somebody said it took less than an hour to do. Just click, click, click the box. Really quick, really easy. You don't need to learn code or anything. I love that. Uh, we... You can start with a completely personalized website with the new guided system, Squarespace Blueprint. You can choose from professionally curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, tailored to your brand or business and optimized for every device. And then you can easily launch your website and get discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. So you show up more often to more people and grow the way you want. And Squarespace makes it super easy to sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical, digital, or service products. Squarespace has the tools you need. Plus, you can connect major social and multimedia accounts to your website in a few clicks as icons, direct links, or embedded feeds. And sellers can also sync their product catalog directly with Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Google to reach more customers and reduce the steps for a purchase. Love that seller sync. They've really thought of it all. They really have. So 
Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I'm It's the snatch game of love. I'm so excited because this is my first time back on RuPaul's Drag Race since um <laughs> since a while i'll tell you She's that back. they show a clip of latrice and the snatch game fuckery from season four and i make my return were you part of the fuckery or had you left by that point left I, the set. there was <laughs> when the fuckery got really bad that's when i pulled out my cardboard cutout and said i'm gonna hit it because they were fooling i was waiting for someone to say calm down guys and it really didn't happen so i left the set i put up my little cardboard cutout Went and stood in the mirror for like a full question or two. Yeah. Fixed myself. They kept trying to get me to go back. And I was like, I'll go back when I want. And I went back. <laughs> they, I think they were trying to get me to break character. And I was in character the whole time. But um, there was there was a lot of... Latrice was I mad. S- I saw a sliver of your face on that screen. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll blur it by the air date. <laughs> because we are watching this before. We are on the cusp. Right. Yeah. A sliver of the face. A sliver of face. A sliver of mug. A this shard. Is, it's always, um, uh, I think that uh, as a fan of the show, I feel like uh, the fans, are, myself included, were very resistant to change. And the Snatch Game is such an institution mm-hmm. that we're, that I'm like, everyone's going to be really skeptical of the Snatch Game of Love because it's a different thing. But... It's okay. I just think the choosing of the winning was not ideal. Yeah, the, I agree. the structure is pretty much the same. You get the setup, and then you get to deliver something. Mm-hmm. Choosing of the winner is a little iffy. So if they do it again, I think they should uh, change it. <laughs> That's my recommendation. Who do we have on this panel? We okay, have, uh, Whitney Houston. Uh huh. We have Wendy Williams, Caitlyn Jenner, and Eartha Kitt. Um. I had never seen that uh, Eartha Kitt movie with the Emperor's New Grooves. I didn't realize that's what she was saying. She was saying, "Pull my lever, Kronk." <laughs> yeah, isn't it Kronk? I don't. I've never seen it, but I knew that Eartha Kitt had voiced that character, and I was like, "That's what she's doing." But it still wasn't funny to me. <laughs> and the goal is to be funny, not just to be quotable and accurate. In, in this snatch game of love, you know? And some girls right. are like, well, I look just like her and I'm saying stuff that she has said exactly. You have to find a way that's to make it funny. Not, yeah, that's not... It's not even about looking anything like them. And God damn it, when will girls learn how to sit on those stools? Stools are not there for sitting comfortably. You're there to pose on the stool and use it. You just lean. Yeah. Like you lean and uh I mean Naomi looks great. Naomi also And I great. love that Trinity's wide stance. Yeah. Valentina's posing on that the stool. That is how you do some stool work. You pretty much aren't sitting in I mean on uh, she's perched. Yeah. She's resting one ass cheek kind of on the very edge of glory. She of that. is perched. She looks great. You can't say she doesn't look great. Yeah. She kind of was giving me Jasmine guy. Yeah. <laughs> 
Do you mm-hmm. know, like, with the way she did her makeup, mm-hmm. she looked Whitley. like she was gonna say Dwayne. Dwayne. <laughs> um, I think. If you look at any reunion, especially mine, you could see the girls that actually know there's a camera there and the ones that don't by how they're seated on a stool, whether they look like a trucker or whether they look like a glamazon draped. Um, I think let's just go down the line with what how we thought people did on this. Sure. Um, Whitney Houston is sort of like sacred ground that I don't think it really pays off to like to do her on Drag Race, period. Because anytime anybody tries, it either gets shut down immediately or it just doesn't really... It doesn't doesn't land. Sahara's didn't really land so much. It was fine, but it didn't make an impact. It wasn't a deep impact. Right. It was also a different time then because Whitney was alive Mm -hmm. and she was sort of doing that like Bobby Brown reality TV. So like Whitney was like purposefully putting herself out there in that way. And so Sahara did that and it was respectful and she did it and it was fine. I had to clean my bathroom last week myself and it got to the Whitney stage, the National Enquirer, Whitney bathroom. (laughs) Really? There were wigs, there was a lighter. You know when there's a lighter in your bathroom, you're doing something wrong. Mysterious, like, substances. Oh, they weren't mysteries. Discolored glass pieces. Panties. Panties and bras. <laughs> Panties, bitch. Yeah, I got the one sink that I don't use, so I just keep my wigs in that sink. Because oh, it's a double wow. vanity. Anyway. This is... um, the, They show Monet squirting herself with the water. Yeah. Which, like, when Chad Michaels was switching her wigs, they didn't show every time she did it. They were like, oh, it's not her... It's not her round, so we're not going to show her. But like this one, they were like, we're just going to show you doing your fucking device right now. No favors. Maybe it was distracting, and that's why they showed it. Maybe it was like disruptive. You think the other the other people were thrown by it? Maybe. She seems pretty contained. It's not like she has a wheelie cart with her spray bottle. <laughs> I think I think they were. I I don't think that they were trying to give the illusion that she was um, doing well. Right. For sure. She kept saying all the man that I need. As it's. I'm like, honey, that was a B-side. <laughs> That's the case of when like you have the one stock answer ready and then you can't come up with something in the moment. So mm-hmm. like, ah, um, <laughs> I think I think um, I don't think she's in danger of being in the top. That's for sure. Yeah, I don't. Um, think so Naomi's Na- Wendy Williams, though. Wendy. Sorry. Wendy Williams is re- Wendy Williams. <laughs> yeah. Tip of the slip of the tongue. Sorry. Um, I think she's great at it. and She is really good at it, especially because this isn't her strong suit. Improv, acting, comedy, those aren't like her her top shelf things that she's known for. Especially after last the last Snatch Game she did. Right. So this was like, I was proud of her for yeah. this, and I thought it was really strong. A clear case of stepping her pussy up. I was kind of shocked that she wasn't in the top. Her look is also great, which look, is the like nostrils. secondary. The right, the nostrils, like the body is like the body perfectly so proportioned. Right. Yeah, she did that. Hair, uh, body, face. I mean, mm-hmm. hair, body, face, flat. She's in a flat too, like Wendy. Right, like it's right. She obviously knew the character very well, mm-hmm. and she did. And then she added on that cherry on top with the falling over. She could have won this. Yeah. Okay. It was well, close. Yeah, it was uh, very close. Kate, I think Trinity's Caitlyn Jenner was the clear, um, was yeah. the clear standout of the group. She had everybody laughing. She had jokes. She was, which is the fir- uh, the main thing. Jokes on jokes. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, she was able to comment on people's, uh, on other people. Without being intrusive exactly. or combative. Mm-hmm. Because you want to hit it and quit it and get away from it when you're hitting on someone else's joke. Because otherwise, right. it could be seen as rude. Right. Um, Eartha Kitt uh, by Valentina is um, a, a scene study in what to do when you're in your own world. <laughs> the, the references were were too esoteric and it's really the name of the game is making rupaul laugh and when rupaul thinks eartha kit he is not thinking about emperor's new groove he's thinking about uh catwoman or you know like uh monte carlo or i love men or Mm -hmm. you know or bringing up the blacklist from the 1950s. Oh, wow. She was blacklisted. Ooh, that's a good, that's she should have pulled out a book and been like, I've been blacklisted. <laughs> I've been in Europe all these years. <laughs> Hoover. Hoover got me. Me? Compromise for a man? <laughs> Never. Never. Why should I? <laughs> Why should I? <laughs> um, I'd, 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 I'd do some compromises for Kenyon Lansdale because he's fine. How old oh. is he? He's old enough. He's on Drag Race. He's Love Simon's boyfriend. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. That was good. Uh. Pretended to be straight at first, and then he, he, I knew. I was like, uh-uh, he's blue. He's the one. Oh, wow. That's the guy's name. I blue, his him. name is Blue? The the boyfriend signs his name as, like, Blue like and Love Simon. Like the Velociraptor? Blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Bitch, both could tear me up in different ways. Um, <laughs> I, thought, I felt Love Simon was very unrealistic, because in real life, like, Simon would have been on Grinder and, like... <laughs> Truth, like, would have for years been on grinder and just been like, yeah, like I'm not a I'm, whatever. Maybe. Playing fucking pen pal in the library. <laughs> yeah, not a chance, not a chance. Greg Bertolani, sorry, boo. Wow, I know. Like they would have been like, oh yeah, we're the two gay kids in yeah, the town. That's like, how yeah, him, we've already fucked like years ago. Him it's and Robbie Rogers big... met through a school library program, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Wow. Let's get back to the snatch game. This is round two or team two. Uh-huh. Um, and we have Monique Hart as Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, which um, the characterization was there, but I don't think the voice was similar at all. Right. It's a good and the character dress seemed choice. like a piece of fabric. The dress was not a dress. Okay. It, the dress is a reference. Do you know to, what this? Yeah, to the wet to the dress that Tiffany has worn multiple times because she said, if I'm going to pay for this dress, I've read Black Unicorn. Don't try me. She reads. Yeah. She reads. She ready. Um, so I know Tiffany Haddish front and back, and this dress could have been made much better. I don't see a hem. It's uh, Everything is hemmy. Everywhere you look, there's a hem. There's Every, a hem here. There's a hem, hem there, there. There's a hem here. Everywhere you look, there's a hem. Hemmy thing is possible. Anything is possible. Yeah, it's a, there's a safety pin, I'm pretty sure. I don't know about this I'm not dress. mad about that. It's not about the look. Well, I'm looking for things to get mad at. This is a smart character to choose because topical. She's, she's topical. She's vocal. Also, if, if people don't know who she is, uh, which, I mean, uh, I think a lot of people do. But if you don't know who she is, it's sort of like that Tamar Braxton moment when Roxy did her. Mm-hmm. It was like a character that you can make your own if, yeah. if people aren't familiar with her. I think the test with Snatch Game is if, is if even people don't know who the character mm. even, even if people don't know who the character is, you still need to find a way to make it funny. And yeah. Monique found a way to do that. You know, if you didn't know Tiffany Haddish, you still thought all her answers were funny, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, it's the same thing with Valentina. Even if you didn't know Eartha Kitt, all of her answers 
were still not funny. I thought her Jasmine Guy impression was <laughs> spot on, personally. I have a Jasmine Guy story, <laughs> but I can't tell it to you oh, okay, now. Okay. I'll tell you later. And you can go on to um, Race Chaser Pod to check out the, the I don't know, something. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what? Am I going to tell them? No, never mind. No. Uh, did you think Manila's Barbara Streisand was out of left field? Um, I ever- know that she's always been influenced by Barbara, and she obviously loves loves her and that's really someone you should choose is someone you know in and out and like you know how they would respond if they were thrown in a completely foreign environment mm-hmm. like so I thought this was a good choice for her and it was it was unexpected I wasn't expecting it but like Manila does the eye cross thing which is like a very like Streisandy thing that nose is huge <laughs> it's a real honker <laughs> Jenny Bui is uh, the character that Gia does, and it's Cardi B's nail tech. Uh, I have, I don't know if I follow them that I've seen them. Yeah, Do I don't. I I had no familiarity with this character uh, <laughs> at all. I don't remember any nail references. I mean, she could have just kept it short. Like, if if I was doing a character that maybe I wasn't ready to do so much, I would just turn every answer into an answer about myself somehow. And yeah. Avoid the low blows and trying to get like personal. I think it started to turn into that, and all like at first, I was afraid that it was gonna get really like racist and really like the uh, debate, the debate season four. Remember that? Uh, right, yeah, like cringy. If she found a way to make it funny. It would have worked. Right. She could have made it about nails and like really focused on that. Mm -hmm. But I think that like. I think Gia knew that she was out of her element here and was just, like, trying to go for stuff. And so it ended up being, like, I'm just going to, like, personally uh, personally attack Latrice yeah. Royale. <laughs> and Latrice was much unhappy about this. Uh, there were feathers all over because she was plucked. Yes. So Latrice was doing Della Reese. Which, for those who don't know who Della Reese is, if you're kind of in my age range... Della Reese was the old lady on Touched by an Angel. Touched by an Angel, honey. Roma Downey, darling. Roma, rub it down me. Uh. Um, Before uh, Touched by an Angel, she was um, a singer in the 50s and 60s and an actress, kind of like a, you know, a musical gal. Yeah. Gospel. She was always singing on Touched by an Angel, too, wasn't she? When you walk. (laughs) She did the opening. Yes. And um, I love that uh, Latrice has colors in a flavor of Reese's Pieces because I always wanted a Della's Reese's Pieces. Oh, that's good. Like a diabetic candy treat. Oh. Because Della had the sugars. Oh, yeah. She did have the sugars. I love that. Yeah. Latrice's Uh, dress is an event. She has these sort of like life preservers wrapped around her arms. This must be a reference to something Della wore. Oh, you know Della wore something foolish like that for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think Latrice got distracted by uh by what was going on because she started really strong and then it sort of was just like dealing with sitting next to Gia and mm-hmm. not having another person to sit next to to like play off of and you're just like okay I would have loved to see Latrice do like Naomi Campbell ooh that's a good idea I thought Manila did well on this yeah, Manila um, did great it was a well studied character do I think it was as strong as uh, Wendy Williams 
No, I do not. But you know, she she was on the other team, and she was kind of she was kind of floating the second team. So mm-hmm. that's you know that's why she's a she's a winner. What is with what is this pro, what is the points guy? The points guy. It's a website. A, it's like a travel. It's website. a travel website where if you don't host, you can go to the points guy, and he's got a shed where you could hook up in the back. He'll point to it from the back, and that's what the, they win. The points, but like the prize is it real though? Like the prize is a joke, but then the but the sponsor is real. Right. They're like, you'll go on a connecting flight and you'll eat at the airport and then you'll go to the middle of the ocean, mm-hmm. and then they're like, but it's the points guy. Oh, they're booked at Scarlet, huh? <laughs> <laughs> they probably paid for an ad on airtime, but didn't actually give any. I don't know, but. It intrigues me, and now we're talking about the points guy, so it worked. <laughs> it worked, points guy. You did it. You got to give to get, and they did. Honey, they did it. This little kiss between Gus and Kenyon is um, is quite state. It's the block the hand because I'm not really kissing you. My husband's in the audience. Oh, right. Very yeah. that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the next day, the girls think that Gia and Monet will be in the bottom based on their performance. And... I kind of agree. Let's take a break first yeah, before we uh, get into yeah, all this. We're going to hit that. There's corn on the floor. Honey, there's corn on the floor, darling. Go do another yeah. lap. Start that back at the bridge. Honey, Play yeah. Play that back. Yeah. Uh, picking up right where we left off, we think that... Um, I agree with the girls, their assessment of Gia and Monet in the bottom. Do you? Right. Who, so wait, who ends up being in the bottom? Is it Gia and Monet? Yeah. Okay. Gia and Monet, and then um, the second from the bottom is somebody else. It's very, uh, it's very risky to touch Whitney Houston at this point. Unless it's like, I don't, I mean, I don't even know how you could do it. And I, I would... I would want to take her to that to that being Bobby Brown era even at all. It's been so done mm-hmm. that I would keep her like Clive Davis, Whitney Houston. Got if it. If I were to if I were to Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. I like Hinge because it's one of those things where you have all these things to answer questions about and I love talking about myself. Hinge prompts help you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Exactly. Specifically, Hinge's LGBTQIA+ prompts are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with GLAAD, so they are by the people for the people. Willem, let's answer one of these prompts together. Okay, here's here's a good one. It says, I feel proudest of who I am when... I personally feel proudest of who I am when I'm, like, on stage and I'm doing a show and I'm like, this is... This is fucking great the audience is there with me i like that i feel proudest of who i am when the flight attendant gives me a little nod and lets me know i can use the closet because he knows what's in the bag yeah yes lgbtqia plus prompts are a great way to connect around niche yet relatable queer experiences by showcasing your nuances humor personality and lived experiences download hinge and show off your full self using their lgbtqia plus prompts today then find someone worth deleting the app for 
The movies are back, baby. And if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood, check out Movies Baby with Five Whys. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? In the name of two months and they ain't close together those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of movies baby every week on movies baby forever dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics brett and joe break down the hottest movie news review the latest releases shout out forgotten classics and prophesy the future of hollywood you can listen to movies baby wherever you get podcasts and you can watch movies baby live every thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five Y's. Movies Baby! Go there. Which I wouldn't because no. I'm a fucking white man. Whatever you want from here, you're so, not getting it. I just lo- I like worship Whitney Houston so much. Me too. Like, um. You know, Fletcher can't swim, right? Right. Fletcher can't Can I kill them? Uh. Frank! Um, I think that if each team has a a top girl each team needs to have a bottom girl and I don't know if I would have picked Valentina or Monet from the first one both of them didn't land for me and the the byproduct of both of their performances were no laughs I'm not saying either of them did poorly enough to make me go ugh but um I either one could have been in the bottom for me for sure but on the other team Gia was definitely the bottom yeah yeah it's so much so that she was bringing other people down with her. Gia was basically Dawson's 75 load weekend. She was so bottom. Uh, damn. For sure. Um, I like that they get into the marriage talk real quick with this. Uh, so Valentina is in the bottom, not Monet. Monet was close. Valentina's in the bottom? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Kronk, pull my lever. Pull my lever, Kronk. Damn. Kronk. <laughs> Put oh. my lever. <laughs> yeah, I need to see that movie now. I mean, Earth is great in it. I, it's a, it's an iconic villain, but I, it, I wish the whole movie was about her. She deserves her own movie. I wonder if she got a straight-to-video spinoff. Probably. <laughs> Leave us information in the comments section about that. <laughs> the girls have a little mirror talk. They talk about marriage. Latrice and Christopher. I went, bitch. Latrice Aww. walked down the aisle to Through the Fire by Miss Shaka Khan. Aww. And it was amazing. She had this high tight little fade. She looked beautiful. Yeah. And then Chris was there and bitch the peach cobbler. I Ooh, stuck my right? foot in it. I stuck my foot in it. It was so good. You stuck did you really stick your foot? That's when something's good. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You didn't really though. No, uh uh-uh. uh. That would That'd add to the seasoning. I did not go to Manila's wedding, but I remember seeing it in Vegas. Happy one year anniversary, Manila. Yes. Her and Michael got married. And um, I love that they're showing this because, I don't know, I mean, the, there used to be a perception years ago that if you were a drag queen, you were never going to get fucked and you were never going to get a date and you were never going to have a man. And so seeing people with, you know... Uh, lasting, stable, strong relationships I think is good to show the world. Yeah. Misleading, but good. (laughs) Uh, You have stable relationships, but they usually last on an hourly basis. Very stable. (laughs) 
And you belong in a stable. That's true. Yeah. Uh, RuPaul comes down the runway. Legs. Which I was watching this on my phone, and I literally thought I was like, sort of like, I was getting ready for a show, and I, I at a glance, I thought that she, when she first walked out, I thought it was Monet Exchange. Because she has, like, sort of the short hair and, like, the legs, 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 legs. Uh, That's a Courtney. We, okay, the the hair is a, is a Courtney. The hair is a Wigs by Vanity. The model is Courtney. And it's razz has tazzed up a little bit. But that's a Courtney. I know that curl pattern. I know that wefting. She looks great. She looks uh, sickening. She was like, I want legs today. Mm-hmm. Get into it. Yep. Michelle it looks great. It takes extra work to have legs, I it will does, say. It does, because you know she's padded from ankle to hip. Yes. Like, when, yeah. It's, Sickening. It's a, it, it, she looks great. Yeah. I, there, I don't have any notes. Maybe no. an earring and a different nail. Has she ever worn a miniskirt on the main stage? The closest was she did like a sort of a reveal. It was like a long, like sort of paillette shimmery thing and then whoosh, ripped it off. But it was like just a short skirt. It was not like this short. It was not like a, I mean, this. The this is a cookie duster. Cookie duster. <laughs> there's, there's, there's mini. There's um, mod, which is like an A-line length. And then there's cookie duster. And this is cookie duster. When you dust the cookie. Dusting the coke. For sure. Um, The guest judges look uh, hot as fuck. I'd suck on them both. Oh, wow. Um, And the category is boots the house down. This is the fun category. They get fun categories this year. Girl, that's why, like, I'm not jealous that I didn't get to be on it, but I have some really cute things I would have loved to wear on TV. Yeah. I don't don't want to go, but, like, still, it would have been real nice. Yeah. Look at, look at, look at Monet and these Rihanna knockoffs. Well, a little motocross. Well, it's okay, girl. I, I love, like I love it. an homage. But way to make yourself look wider and bulkier. I think. And her, where was your belly button? I think if, her middle section looks uh, like astoundingly amazing. Like I don't even really understand how it's working. But yeah, she doesn't have a belly button. She looks like Kyle X Y. Kyle X Y. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know who that it is. It was like this. Like it was this show. show. No, it was a it was a tween show. It was a tween show, and I was mad because the whole time that the kid was on it, he was dating guys, and he wasn't out. And then all of a sudden, the career lull, and he wants to come out. And I, I just got mad at him, and I was like, "You're," I just wanted to yell faggot at him every time I saw him. Yeah, which would have not been nice. Not like me, you know. Yeah, not like me at all. Be out of character and out out of of pocket. Deep out of pocket. Um, I Naomi think looks cool. Naomi looks great. Naomi always looks great. Yeah, she always looks great. Ugh, these boots. I think they're Brian Atwood. I think she's wearing a Brian Atwood boot. Does I'm it count sure. as a boot? Is that a boot? It the, literally the 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 runway prompt is boot. The house down. Boots the house down. I think that's a, a gladiator sandal, isn't it? Do you want to text Drew? <laughs> Um, is that a boot though? It's like a it's strappy a up the leg. But but the category is called boots. I've seen the dossier. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I definitely think it is it is um a sh- a shoe. But I'm not sure if it can classify as a boot. Maybe that's one of the reasons she didn't win. And they did in the directive afterwards in the redirect. Yeah. They said if we knew the category was boots and we looked at you, we wouldn't be so sure it was boots. Boots. Right. Right. Boots good out of here. But she looks cool. Looks sickening. Yeah. Next up, we have Trinity the Tuck. 
Mm-hmm. She is fully in a boot. I mean, it's a boot with like a thousand buckles going up it, and then it's like a chap. Yeah, that's that's a bootlet chap. Are these the pleaser chaps that I also own? I don't know, but I did text her about these boots, and she told me who made them. But then I lost my phone last night, so don't know. You don't have your phone? Mm-mm. <gasps> Where'd you lose? I left it at Gigi's. Oh, so you're gonna get it back? Yeah. Gigi okay. Gigi yes, Val- I left it at Gigi, Gigi Valange Granger, guest judge from season two. <laughs> she, she and I have gotten close since she's been listening to herself on Race Chaser. Next up, we have Valentina in a drop cloth crotch leather, um, leather looking um, Corinthian leather looking getup. I like this. It's great when her legs are together, but she needs a good yank. You know when you already have your nails on, you're like, girl, will you pull my hose up? I know, it's tricky. <laughs> and especially because it's strapless. So it just comes down to like, if it drifts, you're going to get that crotch moment. Next up, we have Monique Hart coming out in the largest hood I've ever seen. It looks like a prolapsed asshole at first. Large red riding hood. Yeah, for and sure. And she's doing furry animals eating my legs boots. I think it's cool. Here's the thing, though. It's Drag Race all stars. If you're coming out with a belt loop, honey, there better be a belt on it. If there's a chance to accessorize, you better accessorize. She's got on a hoop earring, a pair of boots, a cape, and a wig, and a ring, and a glove. Honey, I need more. She she came in with everything in the kitchen sink in her entrance look because she can't even put a belt on or like a little keychain to dangle. Ooh, look at that here in my waist. Sure. You need to embellish more. This is that was not even if she thought she had won. That outfit could have kept her from the number two slot if she if it was between number two and number three, just because it's a denim short. Yeah, I, I have those shorts too. I could see, okay, uh, but I could see that maybe she was under styling the top so that the focus was on the boots because that was the style part. I that, that's my only. I wouldn't have put the focus on advocate. those boots, but sure. I thought the boots were cool. They were the coolest thing. But, but they sort of didn't have a lot to do with the top. The top was sort of like casual Kelly. Like Yes. I mean, maybe get a basket, sell the story a little bit more. Oh, Red Riding Hood. Yeah. Moment. Like, play, right. look, look at what Manila does on the runway every time. She tells a story. She weaves the web. Right. She checks the book out. Yeah. Yeah. Next, we have Manila checking out the book. Mm-hmm. She's in complete. Uh, bondage garb Sub uh, Bunny bondage Bunny bondage Slave uh, uh, Am I allowed to say gimp Or is that offensive What's gimp mean I think in the BDSM world, world It's not Because it's not referring to Like a physical Right As long well, as I don't say it It's not offensive She is a sub bottom Kink bottom uh, Rabbit person mm-hmm. um i think she looks great she's a, she's got a carrot ball gag and she commits to hopping down the entire runway in heels which cannot have been easy and she fucking does it and twice it. you know she did it twice too yeah and the bunny she ears, literally can't walk because she's strapped together the bunny ears are pink too yeah what what does that mean in um fist code tit play tit play oh <laughs> You do that. You know that very quickly. Thank you. She didn't have to cross-reference nothing. (laughs) No. Um, Gia looks stunning in denim. She's got her 22-inch hair on. But again, I wouldn't get boots from this sateen boot. Right. That she glued some feathers on. 
The clothes are all very nice. Oh yeah, Lux. And they're probably looking like expensive. a million bucks. Lux, looking like a million bucks. For sure. Um, I am excited about Latrice because, honey, this is what I came for. She said, Rihanna, ching, come ching, here. Ching, I'm going to eat ching, you. Ching, 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 Those ching. diamond fucking uh, tassel boots. Yeah. And, and the red hair. She's an event. Latrice yeah. is a motherfucking event right now. She's always an event. And yeah. this is this is very fun. And it's all about the boots. All about the boots. This is how you show off the boot. There's nothing interfering with the boot. The boot is the boot is the the main event. Mm-hmm. It's mirrored by uh, the a little bit in the top. And then the boots are allowed to speak. I, I think love, that's great. I love how they always put Latrice on the end for judging. She's always on kind of one end because otherwise the the frame of the shot, the depth perception is kind of... <laughs> she's tall. She's a good uh, bookend for sure. Um, so we get down to the ruling, to the judging, to the who's in the tops and who's in the bottoms. I love how some of the girls have learned by now to take their note. Uh, Gia takes a note lovely and agrees with that she was poor in performance um and you know some of the girls valentine always takes a note lovely yeah um some of the girls have a less uh open look about their face when they're getting a note and i think that that's a problem right Uh, i can't fix it so we'll just move on (laughs) (laughs) so the uh the tops end up being trinity Teltor and manilta luzon and the bottoms are uh, Valentina. The Valentina judges don't think her Eartha was accurate. Gia, yes. Mm-hmm. So this is hard. I don't think Valentina was considering herself to be in the bottom at all. Mm-mm. So she was probably shook. Yeah, I don't think that. Um, you know, may, she looked great. She thought she did great, probably. And have were you ever in the bottom or top, and you didn't expect it? And you were gagged? Um, yeah. Um, I thought I was going to be in the bottom when I was in my blue alien look. Oh, yeah. There were, there were only four people, too. Not because of the, well, no, like my, uh, the other one. The other oh, the one where you screamed? Look. Yeah. Uh, how many blue alien looks did I do? Um, several. So reductive. <laughs> several. So <laughs> reductive. Yeah. So I was like, I was really shook that I was safe, but. Um, I like this because Manila's being open about strategy, and I don't know if she was actually thinking this or if she was just giving it story and like giving an examination point for the episode. But she puts up the point of should I send a strong competitor home so I can because that is a, playing the game, you know why not? But if she sent Valentina home, they would be at her door with pitchforks, yeah, and and rosaries. And I don't think she was ever going to send Valentina home, but I think it makes better TV if. You went going into this, you leave it open that it could go either way. And she tries to form an alliance of sorts, and Valentina shuts her down. And I, she's like, I can't believe you would ask me that. I would never ask you that. And it's just one of those things. It's like, girl, well, it's a game. You know, this is a competition. It's, you know. Right. I, I don't think it was that far out of bounds for Manila to, to broach the subject. And Valentina asked like she was asked for her, um, her cherry or something. Jesus Christ. <laughs> But um, I like that Gia breaks it down with Manila because she knows this was her last chance. As she gets out, 
the story about her journey and that she transitioned and that some of the some of the situations at the race are bringing her back to when she was doing drag and not happy with herself and it was triggering her behavior kind of yeah and like i know when i get nervous sometimes on stage i have a tendency to talk too much or go low or uh, make personal attacks even it's easy it's like yeah. a jab and sometimes it doesn't co- come across as friendly or funny and i think that gia was probably nervous and like reaching for all the straws and size yeah, and definitely. obvious looks jokes were there and she grabbed them yeah um usually when drag queens grab a straw it's way more fun but <laughs> in this case cut in half at an angle yeah uh-huh. yeah um I like that the, the the couch sessions this week are fairly brief, and you get story out of them. Not well, just Trinity well, was choose? like Trinity was like I know exactly who I'm sending home. Which like you're not supposed to, you, you like I don't know. It's it's I I think you're I think you're probably I'm not I I think it's it's better TV if you leave it open ended. Because then That's you start my life. Because then you don't know who's gonna win the lip sync, who's gonna pick who out of their lips out mm-hmm. of their lipstick thing. But it is up to. I mean, Trinity was being real. She wasn't about to fake and even hem and haw for once. She was letting story do their thing. She said, "I'm gonna tell you, and then you're gonna make what you want with it." But like Trinity was being her true self. I don't think she she should have to say, "Well, I don't know who I'm sending home in an interview because it's a waste of time." Trinity is Trinity, the tuck. The tip. The tip. Uh, when Naomi is chatting with Valentina, she says, "How do you? How do you feel, Valentina?" And Valentina says, "I just feel like gorgeous right now." <laughs> and she's right. She looks fucking gorgeous. She's in that good um, homeboy wig, the French guy. Maurice. Is Maurice. That a Maurice. That's a Maurice for oh, sure. Wow. Yeah. Um, it's, it's good hair. It is good hair. I also like that Valentina. Um, says you know what can i have your cocktail uh, well that's that's sweet yeah that was me on season five i would always like take everyone's drinks you call your 20 season five <laughs> <laughs> some girls would it would like drink their drinks really slowly and it would be like almost the end of untucked and i'd be like um give me that me and detox would be like cleaning up everyone's fucking drinks <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry that they that they had a cap on y'all because of us i uh, i i i wonder what it would be like to be that <laughs> it was so much more fun drunk so much no, more fun i'm talking about valentina saying like She's like literally in the bottom. Like it's possible that she could go home, and she's literally like, "I feel so pretty right now." <laughs> like just to be so beautiful that you just can't think of anything else. Adjusting like, the narrative. You're just like, you know what? Like I just, I just feel so feel, pretty. Like your house is burning down around you, and like you're on know, the dogs news. are eating your feet, and you're like, I just feel it's so. so my makeup is so setting right now. Like Stamp. it's just sitting. It's just, mm-hmm. my hair is so laid. One hundred percent. I want to. I want to go. I want to visit that uh, that mindset. I've never. For a day. I've never felt that way because immediately after I turned my head a little to the left and I'm like, oh, there's that jaw. Then you catch yourself in a mirror. Uh-huh. And the, then the lighting is goon. Good dragoon. These gals look great for this lip sync. I love that they let them change. And Manila puts on my favorite color, fringe. I mean, fringe is just such a great thing to have on stage with you because it creates movement. It's a little party. And Manila is smart. She uses the architecture around her to help tell the story and and push it. And uh, Trinity wears a Muppet. 
Right. And this is two different uh, interpretations of the song. I think Manila's doing it very heartfelt. Mm-hmm. And Trinity's going for more, like, humor. And that's why I think Manila wins the lip sync. Because this is obviously, like, an emotional connection point for for RuPaul and Michelle, definitely. And probably for a lot of people. But... um it's you don't want to take Whitney uh, to like comedic for RuPaul. I yeah, don't no. Think she wants that. Remember when? Uh, remember when? Uh, Manila, um, Milan did a Whitney inspired thing. They were like, no. She was red beneath the dirt. We're not doing that. Yeah, and they, <laughs> it's, it's RuPaul music. It's not Whitney music. They showed the, they showed the good part of that. They didn't show the rest where they were really breaking it down. Thank you, Lex. Yes. Thank you. Bye. Um, which is what they say to Gia um, after uh, Manila pulls her lipstick out of the two out of the titty. Gia gets the chop. She gets sent to the house, and um, it's kind of sad. Yeah, but at the same time, I think Gia is going to do a lot with this platform that she's been given. She always does. Each little reality show she's done has been a greater step in her profile. Wow. I'm sorry, you guys. We the level go. of unprofessionalism that is not what I came, came here, here for. to do. I think Gia has this really nice soft moment, though, right at the end. and With all that filler. And it's... <laughs> I can't speak to that, but... I've never, I've never heard of filler. I don't even know what that is. But um, That's what they called me at when you were seventh place. Oh, filler queen. Okay, yeah. right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that... I think that uh, we haven't seen the last of Gia Gunn. That's mm. for sure. Uh-uh, down watching, but not out. Watching her journey off the screen is as exciting and thrilling as it is seeing her on the show. So and, that's that's good. Yeah, and by journey, um, I also love journeying with her because she, bitch can shoot off her mouth, and I love it. Oh, she I can get twisted and rotted, and she's one of the most fun girls to have backstage at a show. Yeah. She'll always have spray adhesive, some good AB mm-hmm. ring that she wants to let you borrow. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. She's also the sole inventor of all drag language. And it's like it's just like it all comes yeah. from her and Laganja. I mean and that's just the truth. Chicago, <laughs> Chicago, Dallas, Chicago, Texas and Florida invent drag vernacular. Yes. And Gia is definitely included in there and she has a great line of tucking panties that I've worn and they're wonderful. If you're listening to this and you get up in the gig, check them out. There's a little pocket mm-hmm. for um your dick, your balls and for drugs. You can put drugs in there too. Oh, cool. Yeah. So if you're um a bio queen or a femme queen, just stuff that with whatever you need. A little baking soda or cornstarch, make a gravy. Ooh, corny. Yeah. And we are very excited because we were able to land an exclusive on-the-phone interview with the one and only Gia Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> Gia, can you hear us? Sweetie. Gina. I can hear you, doll. Sis. Can you hear my light feminine voice or is it too high pitch? <laughs> it's so good to talk to you. Thank you for thank you for calling in. Are we are the dolls live? <laughs> We're not live. I mean, it's pre-recorded, oh, okay. but we are recording right now. 
Okay. It will be recorded What's for quality assurance. Doll. We're just here up in the gig, fully lashed, 301. Yeah, yes, mink. Ermine. Wow. I'm definitely missing out this Christmas Eve. <laughs> Girl, you should spill this beard. It's Christmas Steve. Wow. Where I in the world beer. are you? Are you in Chicago? I am. I came to spend time with my family. Yes. We just wanted to, I mean, I just wanted to tell you how excited I was to see you on my TV again. Um, oh, of course, we watched you on the Switch. I watched a, a few, a few little, a few little snippets here and there. Always slaying. And get the Switch. Hello. Don't, yes, don't forget the Switch, darling. Latina Mas Latina yeah. is available on iTunes, honey. Y todo. Mm. Y todo. <laughs> <laughs> Sabelo. <laughs> and everything. <laughs> But I was so excited that you were on this season, and it was it was um, it was really exciting to uh, to see you. And uh, how was your experience? Well, nonetheless, my experience was very um, interesting. It was definitely um, not what I expected it to be, but for many reasons. Uh, And I think. You know, every every drag race experience and opportunity means so many different things to so many different people. Mm. And now being off of the show, I realized that I really went on there um, for one reason only, which was really to bring um, not only trans visibility to the show, but in hopes that by me participating um, to open doors for you know, other types of drag queens to be able to come through and hopefully be seen on our television screens, whether it be on Drag Race or another platform that, you know, welcomes all walks of life and all types of drag. Yeah. And now, you know, um, obviously it being months later and seeing the season itself and, you know, how things are playing out, I realized that me putting myself in that situation, um, you know, kind of brings back old memories for me and old, you know, boundaries and old feelings Mm. that obviously kind of bring out a negative side of me just because the last time I was there, I was very uncomfortable, you know, with myself and I wasn't really living my truth. And so to be back there again, it just kind of brought me back to that dark space and not really realizing, you know, um, what I was getting myself into because I think everybody in life wants to take full advantage of these opportunities and, you know, be back on TV again and hopes to, you know, amp up their career. And, and you made it further but, than Farrah, um, gal, too. I mean... And you made it further than Farrah, so you did fine. I sure did, gal, because yeah. I practiced my routine and I actually had a talent. Girl, oh, I, I loved it. Here's the, Here's the other thing I know that... <laughs> I'm glad that you went on the show, too, because, um, you know, it's taken one for the team. The first one is always um, you never know what you're going to get. And I, I, I'm glad that um, you I'm sh- uh, did you have a moment where you where you uh, had any words with Rue about her past um, thoughts on having trans people on her show? Or I know they said that they never screened for uh, anything but charisma, nerve, uniqueness and talent. 
But I was like, um, the questions that casting would give the girls was a little, you know, did you have a chance to talk to her about any of that stuff? Well, I did. And of course it wasn't aired. And of course, none of her walkthroughs, you know, came through on the episode itself, which was a little disappointing. But I very well knew that none of that was going to air because the show is not about making her look anything but great and, you know, bringing positivity to the show, which I do think, you know, this episode really did show a different side of me. And of course, there's a whole storyline and I think it, you know, showed different sides of me, you know, a very witty and catty and shady side, as well as a very, you know, emotional and vulnerable and truthful side, which I'm very content about you know, due to contrary belief or what other people have to say, you know, I really had a hard time um, on the show simply because I did exchange words with her. And, you know, before we went into Snatch Game is when these words were exchanged and I felt completely disregarded. I didn't feel acknowledged. I didn't feel wanted, you know, um, to be there in the competition. And truthfully, um, it really hurt my feelings. And, I had a really big breakdown um, in between, you know, sets. And I was just like, you know, if I'm getting this feeling from her and I don't feel very welcome, like, what the fuck am I doing here? You know, it's like I spent so much money to go and participate in the show with high hopes, um, not only to bring my art to the show and also, you know, bring trans visibility to the show, but also just to show her that, you know, I am a fully realized woman, you know, that trans women can also do drag, but most importantly, I just thought she would have been a little bit more, um, a lot more warmer, a lot more welcoming, and I just would have thought... Wait, RuPaul? You know, if we're going to bring something... <laughs> of course. Huh, good luck. And, you know, I just thought, if we were going to bring somebody onto the show to basically, you know, clean up somebody's mess, and Obviously, that fell on me, right? Because months before, she had made a statement that was completely opposite of, you know, what they did. And I knew by being casted that I was going on there to basically show the world that this show does, you know, quote unquote, you know, support trans and that she does, you know, see uh, trans people as drag queens. And so for me to get there and, you know, for us to be on episode three, never have eye contact with her, never, you know, have any sort of acknowledgement of, oh, you know, you've come so far or, you know, your journey has been so beautiful to watch or anything of that sort. Um, I just felt, I just felt really hurt and I felt like, you know, wh what was the whole point of me coming here if she wasn't going to, you know, walk the walk and talk the talk. So I had obvious thoughts of, you know, quitting and just kind of <laughs> being like, well, I'm done with this, but I also didn't want to continue, you know, the season six, um, you know, uh, quitters game. And also, you know, I didn't want people to see me as a quitter or see, you know, this trans person as somebody who was weak or not able to get through the competition due to, you know, whatever people were going to assume and think that I was going through, knowing that this little part wasn't going to air and knowing that people weren't going to know the backside. So for me, the storyline 
wasn't really going to make sense. And I just wanted to make the best out of, you know, the little time that I did have there and kind of leave on a positive note as these fans take this shit over the top serious. And, you know, at the time I was too. And, um, yeah. I think that whether, you know, whether that conversation was aired or whether it even happened or not, I think the, the fact that you were there and you were being fierce and you were... Uh, that pink gown. You were, girl, right. And that bracelet, that bracelet that hang down with all the rhinestones. Ugh. Right. That's going to be... A little drag. A little drag. And, you know, I really that, went there with, you know, very womanly fashion. You know, it was my idea to kind of show this, you know, new, you know, side of me that is whatever, a little more simplistic, a little more fashion forward and a little less drag. Yes. Um, but, you know, when I was there, I was really inspired by the other queens to not forget my roots and not forget that, you know, this isn't a show about transgender people. This isn't a show about, you know, anything but drag. And I was there, you know, to to bring drag and to be fierce and to show out. And so, um, even though I kind of regret on some of the things that I did wear, uh, I'm, I'm happy that I was still able to bring the drag aspect as it, you know, RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. I love that yeah. there was a section where whenever Farrah is up for elimination, they make sure in the shot that you're right over her shoulder so they could get your reaction too. And they were, that storyline, they pushed that one. And when she said to you, when she turned around and said, some of us don't have to force storyline, I'm like, Farrah, shut your mouth. Because, like, you know that producers were like, go talk to her. You know, that seemed like they were pushing, like, some sort of big standoff from you guys. That it, it felt um, it felt kind of forced. Like, did, did you feel that way? Did you feel pressure to, like, have something out with her that you didn't need to have out with her because she was drunk at a club one time or something like that? I mean, I really... Um just want to bring clarity to the situation as I do think it's important. And long story short, you know, before the filming, um, everything I said was true. Obviously, we did have a falling out due to a third party. And was it it's over really trade? unfortunate that this has all really came down to, you know, not even an issue between me and Vera. It was her trying to salvage a relationship between me and somebody else. And it just kind of caused, you know, this animosity between us. And a relationship since then had always been very up and down. And while, you know, it was down, the next time I saw her was in the workroom. And so I really had to suck it up as I, as well as I'm sure she did. And um, I guess I kind of made the quote-unquote mistake of making up with her, you know, off camera. And so we kind of, you know, agreed that we were, you know, over it and that we were just there to compete and blah, 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 blah. But me, of course, being the content creator and, you know, a good TV personality, I was very clear as to what the show wanted and also, you know, how I could create a storyline because I wasn't there to just be kumbaya. And I also knew that I wasn't brought there, you know, because I was a fierce drag queen and da-da-da-da-da. I knew that I was brought there for my personality, my charisma, you know, my cattiness, my shadiness, my character, my TV personality, as I do think drag race is more about you know, personalities and drama than it is actual drag nowadays. And so I think I caught her off guard by coming at her fiercely um, and not kind of telling her, like, hey, girl, I know we kind of, you know, made up, but 
let's just kind of play up the situation, not only because this is going to make great TV, but, you know, this is also kind of want, what, you know, story producer that the show is calling for. And I guess maybe her being newer to, you know, creating television the and game. whatever, um, she just didn't really catch on. And so she was really dumbfounded when I was, like, stirring the pot and, like, you know, coming up to her while she was doing her makeup. And I guess I could have told her, like, you know, there's a moment where me and Trinity go at it, which was totally planned. It was like, you know, okay, girl, obviously you're going to do Caitlyn. Obviously I'm going to do, you know, who I'm going to do, but let's just play it up because this is fucking television. So some of us got it wow. and some of us didn't. You always get it. I love you, Gia. Yeah, I love you too I love so you much. Because you get it too, my friend. And and you know, you being there and you sitting in that interview chair and being your authentic self and looking so lovely and that is an inspiration to so many people out there that you don't even that you don't even know about. Like young people who are going to see that like this this is possible for me. This is something that like I can pursue and I can do. So like that I'm, Absolutely. Yeah. And looking back, um, I have to accept that and I have to realize that, you know, even though it's not as many episodes as I feel that I deserve to be in, it's still enough to give somebody the faith and the hope that they too can accomplish, you know, their goals and and be who they want to be. And, you know, I don't really regret anything in life. I don't ever believe that you should ever look back. I believe that you should always only look forward. And, um, bitch, I want to look back at that new ass. You got you, you got them cakes from Jeremy Joseph's tit starter. I love that. Merry Christmas to you. You know, it does kind of break my heart to think that there are, you know, young people who take this show very seriously, don't really understand how TV works, and they think that this is really who we are in real life. And so I hope that people don't see this as like, oh, well, you know, she was supposed to blossom into this, you know, angelic, young, respectful, genuine lady, and she didn't, and actually she's like, you know, transitioned for the worse, and the hormones have gotten to her, and, you know, whatever other assumptions, you know, that people may make. No, you were always crazy um, before the moans, too. We all know that. Don't worry. We love you. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, I just, I like to think and know that my TV drag character and my trans activist advocate, you know, public speaker gig is two very different people. And I think I've, you know, one has spray adhesive, one does those two people in order to have clarity in my life because, you know, drag created a lot of confusion for, for a little bit there for me because I didn't understand, you know, who I was during the day and who I was at night. And now that I do, it's like I can turn it on and off, but some people can't really see that difference yet, or they just don't know me that well yet. I love you. I love you too so much. And I thank you for talking you with too. us. It's great to hear your perspective and your side about about this. And I just want you to know that I fucking enjoyed beyond watching you this season. Thank you. I enjoy it too and you know there is a lot of backlash right now there is a lot of conformity on the social media with people you know trying to put me out and calling me the villain and honestly I'm just laughing at it all and just fucking it up and just enjoying the ride because I think that that's what this is made for and like I said before you know it's just television it's literally a show about cross-dressers 
So let's not take it too fucking seriously, you know, because I'm definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, we have to get going. We It was so nice. Thank you for taking some time out to talk to us. Of course, ladies. And you have a lovely, lovely night with your 301. Don't poke any boys with your beard. Mm. And I'll talk to you guys later. Bye, girl. Bye, bye, honey. See you when you're back. Bye. Love you guys. Love you too. Gratitude Ooh. to Gia Gunn. Ooh, thank you so much, Gia, for that. That was it was great talking with you. Totally. And thank you so much for joining us here on Race Chaser. We will be back again with our next episode and we will continue recapping Drag Race current events. I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. And you can rate our podcast and comment about how fantastic it is. If you don't like it, mind your business. And subscribe and make sure you can know when each Nipu episode comes out. <laughs> Follow the dolls <laughs> at Willow and at the only Alaska 5000. And our Race Chaser podcast is at Race Chaser Pod. On the Instagram. So just send us those memes. We want to... We want uh, all those memes for the Instagram stories. And the memes, the ninis, all them. And we want nudes, too. Those are always welcome. And always don't forget welcome. to use the hashtag Race Chaser when you post. And we're going to go look at some of these nudes now. January 11th at the East Hotel downtown. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever Dog. Race Chaser with Alaska and Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck, available on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs>